Well, hello and welcome to another podcast of the Chapel Chat, uh, which is a podcast that engages questions of how life meets faith, both in our own faith community and our community at large. I am uh, Dieter Heinzel, one of the pastors at Ledoux Chapel Presbyterian Church in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm your host on this journey. You can find out more about us on our website at ledoucchapel.org, or you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, we'd always love to invite you to join us for worship on Sunday morning, or you can also worship with us online via uh, Facebook or YouTube. Today is another day in our series of uh, faith stories with uh, members of our congregation, and I'm uh, just thrilled to have uh, John Meyer with us this morning. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for, for taking the time, John. Absolutely. I know you're a busy man, so we're really glad that uh, you can be with us today. And uh, as usual, I start out with a question of how did you, John, how did you learn about your faith, uh, who was sort of um, the person maybe most instrumental on your faith journey? Did you learn about your faith when you were a kid, or did you come to your faith later? So mm-hmm. just something. I mean, for for, for me, I was I was exposed to um, I was exposed to faith at a very early age. Um, I grew up in a very um, I, I would say, you know, a, a religiously focused family um, right. and, um, you know, growing up, at, well, my parents were both from Fargo, North Dakota, which is, I think, 99% Lutherans. Um, and um, they, that's where they grew up um, and they were both, um, they, they actually met each other um, at, uh, uh, at church in Fargo. Um, went their separate ways, and then, um, and then, um, at a at a young age, we moved to Minneapolis, um, and was introduced to um, introduced to the church and a variety of um, different um, outlets. So I think you know, for me, my my faith journey really started with um, not just going to church, but there was there was sort of a lot of entry points. Um, many of my my friends um, were also had also attended, you know, different um, uh, church events. So yeah. part of the sort of friend rotation was to you know go to you know overnight camps or to mm-hmm. um, or to you know Bible studies. Um, and you know, it's safe to say though that my parents, you know introduced um religion to us and and just sort of gave us a steady foundation of um i wouldn't say you know um you know in any way it was it was never you know force fed but it was just sort of part of you know everyday life um and so you know i think i think many people sort of go through a um you know up the the peaks of and valleys of you know of being highly engaged and, and then you, you know, for some you go to college and you're, you know, you just have a, you're doing different things. And, um, so for me, I think, you know, you know, early, um, let's call it, you know, ages, you know, five to 18, I was, you know, very, um, involved in a lot of different, um, church activities, um, choir, 
you know, um, playing in the um, brass quartet for for Christmas services. Um, uh, like I said, I um, during high school attended a, a variety of um, faith based camps and um, and Bible studies that you know were you know a bunch of. 16 year old guys getting together to, you know, talk about Bible passages, um, which was, I mean, it's, it it was, it was a way to get out of the house too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So for, for me, I was, I always felt a little bit like a rat in a cage, um, as a, as a kid, um, I, I I needed, I needed positive influences. (laughs) So that was a, that was a positive outlet for you then to be able to go there. It, It was. And I, and I, I think, you know, I found myself in trouble a lot as a kid um ironically yeah um (laughs) i I did um and 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 those types of outlets um you know kept me out of trouble too um so you said between five and 18 you were more engaged and then you went to college and did you experience sort of for me it was similar to what you know i can relate to what you're saying Uh, I, i was more engaged in in church and a lot. I grew up Lutheran too, but I also hung out in the Catholic Church quite a bit because most of my friends were Catholic, you know, and we would mm-hmm. just go to mass or church and then we would hang out together. And, but then when I went to college, all of that went away. You know, most of us went to different universities. And so the people I met at, at college were not necessarily church people. And, and so for, for a time for me, that was a period where I really disengaged from the church. And then I came back to that later. I, I wonder if you had a similar experience. It, it was similar. I think it was just a matter of, um, you know, I just, I, I didn't have that, that, um, I don't know if it was as strong of a support network or just being away from home or, um, um, you know, I just, I just sort of, uh, I, I don't want to say, you know, floated through my twenties, but I mean, in a a way it just wasn't, um, it wasn't a huge priority, um, in in my life. And then of course, um, you know, life changes. And again, you, 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 you go through the peaks and valleys and, and you have a different sort of, um, life phase. And for me, that was meeting my wife and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, starting a, um, a life together. And, um, and we've, you know, we've, we've, when we moved, I guess it was, I think we did go to church. Um, we, we did, we didn't have a home church, um, when we lived in Seattle, but when we moved, um, to St. Louis, we quickly adopted, um, Ledoux Chapel as our, as our yeah. faith home. That's great. Oh, yeah. We're certainly glad you're here. And I, I know you also, you have three girls. Right? I do. I've got three little girls, um, Annie, Lucy, and June, um, and they're, you know, uh, amazing, you know, children that inspire us every day and, um, and challenge us and, um, and in a lot of different ways too. So how do you, how do you, uh, sort of talk, um, with them about your faith? Uh, I mean, I, I know all your girls are, you know, involved here. I know Annie is acolyting and she sings in the choir and, and whatnot, but, uh, how, how, uh, how do you talk to them about your faith, about their faith at home? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, my my personal um, take on it, and it would be interesting to hear what, what Jill has to say 
but um, a lot of it's centered around um, like opening up uh, ways of thinking and how to um, um, think about others. Uh, so a lot of it's centered around um, praying at night and um, and and including including others in our thoughts right that we are mm-hmm. beyond ourselves we are capturing um you know uh, uh, well wishes for for people that need it um so i would I, I would say that there's not as much like one-on-one like here's my beliefs and mm-hmm. and you know here's um what what do you think about that <laughs> dear seven-year-old um but it's um it's 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 more centered around um providing a foundation for um for thinking about others first and um and and giving you know providing that same foundation that was given to me which is um you know outlets to give back and to and to um give of your talents and and um you know participate in you know other communities yeah well speaking of speaking of talents i also know that you're a musician you like to play music and uh you know you and your kids have been here and uh you know you have graciously uh provided your talents for for us in worship uh and yeah well it was really great but you know so there's worship music but i know you're also interested in other things and that kind of connects us a little bit too we listen to similar bands (laughs) it's true it's true but uh, I, I wonder if that also has an, an impact on, on, on your faith, uh, that kind of creative outlet that is sort of, you know, different than using words. Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I don't know if I would be um, the, I don't want to say the, the musician I am, but I, I don't know if I would have such a strong interest in music today if I didn't have the strong influence of music in the church at an early age. Um, it was just, you know, I mean, and, and, <laughs> and when I said before that my parents didn't force feed things, they kind of did. Um, <laughs> it was like, no, you're going to church choir tonight uh-huh. and, and every, every week that we have it and we don't miss that. Um, yeah. So it was, <laughs> it was, um, you know, those were good things and good, you know, good memories and good opportunities to, again, you know, um, to, to share talents. Um, and, and, you know, certainly music is in a lot of ways, um, something you can lean on when you have hardship. Um, so that's certainly part of, not to get choked up, but it's part of, part of my, um, defense mechanism sometimes yeah well it's it's interesting to hear you say that because when we uh talked with sarah for our last podcast with sarah yancy i asked her you know what what are some of the things that you lean on you know when times get tough and and she would say similar thing that that you did for her um and she she shared is that listening to hymns like sometimes, you know, when she wakes up at night and that really comforts her. And, and you know, I always look at her on Sunday morning because I know she hardly ever cracks a hymn book because she always knows. She knows heart. all the words. And oh, I will say, oh, I noticed, you know, you didn't, you didn't look at your, you looked at your hymn book today. So you didn't know that hymn, did you? So it's, 
it's interesting to hear you say something similar, you know, that music uh, did that for you too, that, um, you know, you can lean on that as sort of a source of strength and that you learned that uh, when you were, you know, a child singing in a church choir. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, um, and and it's, it's, it's just another thing that I, I would say in working with my kids and extending, um, foundations, you know, and they're little, you know, foundations mm -hmm. everywhere, right? Sports, church, school, music, arts, sports, yeah. repeat, you know, yeah. and like there's, <laughs> there's a lot of, um, just giving, you know, setting, setting them up with, with access to, um, a variety of those things. And, and, um, I think, I think all three of them actually are, um, are, are you know, and I, and kids just love music in general, but all three of them are, are, you know, leading the charge with our, um, with our uh, Alexa devices at home and playing oh. <laughs> their music of choice. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, well, thank you so much, John, for taking the time today. It's really great, great to have you and to talk to you and to, you know, share some of your life with us and with our congregation. And yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. you know, it's a, it's, it's a pleasure to be here and, um, it's a, it's even better to, to be hopefully on the downside of, of the pandemic and, um, getting, getting people back together and, um, and back in the church. Yeah. Well, we most certainly, uh, I think, have experienced some of that already, uh, especially, you know, families with kids such as yourself, where it was really tough at the beginning of the pandemic because there were no vaccinations for the children and whatnot. I think we're seeing more and more people come back and especially, you know, our, our word and wonder and then our Monday madness that we do with the, with the kids. Um, they are there every Monday. So that's been really, really great. Yeah. So, yeah. So next time I'll invite Jill to get her side of the story. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. <laughs> but thanks, John. And uh, thank you all for tuning in to another podcast of the Chapel Chat. And we will uh, see you next time. Blessings. Bye.